Welcome back to Chalk Talk, another fun edition for you, and it's great to, for me to be back. Ben Axelrod has been uh, really carrying the torch the last couple of weeks. Has still been providing some picks, but uh, it's been fun all season. I can't believe, yeah. Ben, that we have uh, hit week 17 of the regular season for the NFL, uh, already reaching the bowl time uh, for college football. We, we got some college football playoff picks that we'll be providing here. We're going to do both games, and then we'll do three NFL games. But uh, the, the football season, I don't know, to me, Ben, it's, it's been so yeah. much fun. It's flown by, uh, but I think a lot of people are ready for the playoffs, both college and NFL. Yeah, a total <laughs> blur of a season on, on both fronts. And, um, you know, so many, at least in the NFL, so many twists and turns. And, and here we are, uh, you know, with the NFC playoffs pretty much, you know, um, they've pretty much taken form and the AFC still some some wild card spots to decide this weekend and um, who gets the bye weeks and, and who has home field it's, it's going to be interesting to see but yeah college I mean we've been ready for this college football playoff it seems like since October if not earlier than that and uh, it's four teams uh, in LSU Clemson Ohio State and Oklahoma who have been in it the whole time and uh, yeah definitely looking forward to the Saturday I think you know for all the debate about the college football playoff and, and is four teams enough and, and we've talked about it. Yeah. Is this the right format? Uh, it's tough to beat that Saturday where you have the, the two semifinal games and, and the implications for two teams advancing to, to play for it all. I, I think it's actually since it came into effect in 2014, it, it's really been a, a fun tradition uh, that's taken form in college football. Well, we're excited for the college football playoff. Obviously, you've got Ohio State and Clemson that will go at it, Oklahoma and LSU. Uh, looking at the NFL, mm -hmm. we'll talk about the, the, the Week 17 games. I've always viewed this week as, again, we look through it through the lens that is uh, sports betting, all of it for entertainment purposes only. I feel like this week 17, it's always a strange kind of week. You know which some teams need to win, but there's also some teams, Ben, that are far better. They're going to be a big underdog because they're just not going to play guys. Well, that's, what, that's what's been really interesting about this week 17 in particular. I, I was doing my picks for WKYC.com earlier. Um, I, I play a lot of DraftKings, a lot of daily okay. fantasy, yeah. and you know you, you track the players and their values there. And... Um, there are teams, there are a lot of teams who have nothing to play for. They're, they either are completely locked into their spot yeah. or they're already in the Ravens case. They already have home field throughout um, or, or, you know, they don't really have anything to gain from winning. There's probably five or six teams that really have no incentive to, to play their starters this weekend. Um, but a lot of them also have not tipped their hand yet. A lot of them are saying, hey, we're going to play oh, our true. guys yeah. and we don't know. But we don't know how long that means. Is, is that for a half? Is that for a quarter? How, how long are they going to play their guys? And then the other thing to consider is there are going to be teams scoreboard watching who can tell based on the results if they have anything left to Plays play Plays into for. one of mine coming up Yeah, they, there are some teams who they might be able to look up and see, hey, the Patriots are already beating the Dolphins in the, in the case of the Chiefs. And the Chiefs might say, we have no incentive to play Patrick Mahomes throughout the second half against True. the Chargers. So um, there are a lot of games. And, and as far as, you know, I mentioned Daily Fantasy, who knows how many of these guys are, are going to be playing, you know, throughout an entire four-quarter game uh, this weekend. It's made for some interesting lines. Um, and, and it's going to make for, for kind of a topsy-turvy, I think, week 17. So if you're taking a team, if you want to take a team like, uh, for DraftKings purposes, right. you want to take a player like RG3 instead of Lamar Jackson, well, right? You get, so way. you get good, good value yeah. on RG3 because he's priced as a backup, but and, but you know he's going to play the whole yeah. game. But then the flip side of that is how productive is he going to be? That's true, too. So. How productive is RG3? That's, that's kind of yeah. a, a balancing act that you have to follow. All right, let's go through our records. Um, we can recap last week. Definitely want to look at these for the season for mm -hmm. sure, Ben, because we're coming up uh, on our last uh, week here. And then we'll get into our picks. College football playoff and then three NFL picks. Yeah, tough week for both of us last week. We both lost our one bull pick. Uh, I lost the 
Camellia Bowl. You lost the Boca Raton Bowl. Uh, I didn't realize SMU wasn't going to come to play in that game. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, we both lost uh, some money with some of those Florida teams. Uh, you lost with SMU. I lost with yeah. F, uh, FIU. But um, then you wound up winning – um, let's see which NFL game here did you win? Oh, you, ended up uh, I pushed won, the Bucks Texans game. You pushed Buck, Bucks Texans, won Eagles Cowboys, and lost Titans Saints. That's right. Um, I lost Browns Ravens and Falcons Jaguars, but won Jets uh, over the Steelers. You had the Jets. Upset. Yeah, yeah the Jets I, I like that. that one. So for the season now, uh, this, we go into the last week here. We both have winning records. We both have winning records overall. I am 45, 44, and three overall. Uh, you are 42, 39, and five overall. Um, I'm a little behind the eight ball in college, 18, 24, and two, but ahead in NFL, 27, 20, and one. Uh, you are dead even in college, 19, 19, and three, uh, and then just ahead in NFL, 23, 20, and two. So, uh, so make the pressure's on it, here. It all comes down to week 17 of the <laughs> NFL season. Wow, well, it's going to be we a lot of fun. We have plenty to play for. Yeah, we week. do, we do. All right, let's start with the college football playoff. We will start with the first game on Saturday uh, for me. Do we just, how do we yeah. want, you want to just, because we have some agreement, I know. Yeah, we both did the college football playoff game, so let's just go over, uh, start with okay. the Peach Bowl, uh, Oklahoma versus LSU. Okay, we'll start with the Peach Bowl here. Uh, I sent Ben my pick uh, before the the, uh, the show, and he said, yeah, we, we've got agreement here. I'm going to go with the Oklahoma Sooners getting 14 mm -hmm. points, and I know you agree on this. Yep. Uh, I'll let you give your take on it. My, my whole thought is I believe LSU will win this football game, um, but, man, 14 points seems like a lot. I feel like Oklahoma, there's something to be said for a team that's been there. I mean, yep. this team has really, truly been there a lot, um, and while LSU has been very impressive, um, and I think that sometimes odds makers are protecting themselves from a lot of money that they're going to get on LSU. Um, a lot of people going with the Heisman Trophy winner. A lot of people going with the number one team in the country. Uh, I just think that there's, this is almost, they're overvaluing LSU in this spot. Uh, could I see a double-digit game? Possibly. Um, but 14 points, I feel like that's a lot of points for a team that's been there. Jalen Hurts has been in some big spots. Um, and the coach has been, too, obviously. I, I just think that this spot for Oklahoma, that's too, too many points for me. I, I totally agree. I'm with you there. And uh, one of my big picks this year, I picked Alabama over LSU and suffered through that entire <laughs> game just watching Joe Burrow pick me apart. That's what I will remember about Joe Burrow's uh, college careers, how helpless I felt betting against him <laughs> uh, in that LSU-Alabama game earlier this season. But I agree. I just think 14 points is too many. Uh, you mentioned you know, having a team that's been there before and, and a quarterback who's been there before. Yeah. Jalen Hurts has played in, in multiple national title games. He's played in multiple SEC title games. Uh, the stage is not going to be too big for him. Lincoln Riley's obviously been here uh, a handful of times before. Um, it seems like Oklahoma's been in this thing every year since it's, it started. Um, and then, you know, the 14 points, I don't, I don't know if that's because Oklahoma kind of snuck in the back door into this college football playoff. But I think that really any other year, Oklahoma would have been a slam dunk, one loss, Big 12 team that gets selected. True. It just happened to be a crowded field this year in the SEC with all those SEC teams kind of bunching up there behind LSU with, with Georgia and Alabama and, and all those schools that were up toward the top. But it, the way it shook out, I mean, Oklahoma, I think, was the undisputed number four team in the country. Yeah. There wasn't really any debate about that. Um, Jalen Hurts played at a Heisman caliber level all season. And, um, yeah, I just th I, I think they'll hang with them. And, um, yeah, I just think this is too many yeah, points for I the just, Sooners. I thought it was too many. Um, and, and, and looking at it, again, a team that's been there before, um, you mentioned them backing in. I don't know if there's a bias against the Big 12 a little yeah. bit, but I, I really thought that the Big 12, it, it, over years past, we made fun of their defenses. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like playing flag football. But I feel like... Yeah,
Baylor was playing some really good football when Oklahoma beat them in the Big 12 title game. I think those defenses yeah. were pretty darn good in that game. So, yeah, we, we definitely have agreement here. All right, second game is the Fiesta Bowl. And we have agreement here. I'll, I'll let you give your, your take on this first, Ben. Um, yeah. We're both on the Clemson Tigers minus the two points here. We both are on Clemson, and I just I, I think that this isn't, you know, a talent mismatch necessarily. Um, but I just like Clemson's roster a little bit more. And, and they, you know, this is a team that hasn't lost since the 2017 season. Um, it, it was technically in 2018, but it was in the college football semifinal. Uh, Trevor Lawrence undefeated as a starter at quarterback. It was a yeah, um, I mean, won a national title a year ago, picked apart Alabama as a, as a true freshman in the college level. Um, I mean, I, I like this Ohio State team. I'm not going to be shocked if, if Ohio State comes out and, and wins this sure. game. I think that uh, the cornerbacks on Ohio State are, are good enough to match up against that NFL-caliber roster uh, that Clemson has at wide receiver. But by the same token, I don't think Ohio State and, – and you could say the same thing about Clemson, but I don't think Ohio State has played a team with level that, that sniffs Clemson's. Yeah. I, mean, I just think this is going to be kind of an eye, uh, uh, eye-opening – matchup for the Buckeyes and while Clemson you could say the same thing about everybody who Clemson has played this season because Ohio State's obviously had the tougher path to the college football playoff uh, Clemson a lot of these guys have played in in the national title game a year yeah. ago played in a college football semifinal played in, in ACC title games and this Ohio State roster it's just a little less experienced than this Clemson team on this sort of level I mean they, they reloaded Ben I mean mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about Oh, you know, they lost a lot of guys last year. They did. But but I'll tell you what, they reload kind of like we've seen with Ohio State over the years. I mean, in a lot of cases, they get better at those positions. Absolutely. Um, I just think that Clemson finds a way to ultimately win this football game. And the number is so small that, you know, a right. field goal would, would get it done for us. Um, I know a lot of people hang on that, that almost loss that they had to UNC. I mean, listen, these are college kids. Anything mm-hmm. can happen. If, if, you're, if you're coasting one week and you're not paying attention, and, you know, a t- any team can beat you. I feel yeah. like, if, you know, I know a lot of people are, well, they almost lost to North Carolina. Well, they won that game. I mean, they, you know, and they've gone undefeated, and they yeah. haven't lost, like you said, in two, three years. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State is the two seed in this game, and they were probably closer to being the one seed than Clemson was to being the two seed, right? It, it, Ohio okay, State yeah. was in that discussion for yeah. one. Clemson was always kind of locked into to that three seed, yet it's Clemson that's favored in this game. Yeah. What does that tell you about, you know, what, what the odds makers think about this game? Yeah, and, and another thing, too, and I, I wish this wasn't the case because, uh, you know, we're, we're here in Northeast Ohio. We're, I'm pulling for Ohio State. I just think that the, the quarterback fields, to me, what we saw yeah. in that first half, He's saying he's 75 to 80% or whatever. I think it's less than that. I mean, that, that brace that he's got on, he said he's going to wear the smaller yeah. one, but he's wearing that bigger one against Wisconsin. I just think we could end up seeing more of what we saw in the first half against Wisconsin than when they settled down and what we saw in the second half. And I just think Clemson is so much better than Wisconsin. Um, I, I worry about fields for the Buckeyes, yeah. that's all. I don't think he's 100%. I think that's a shame because I think if he was 100%, they'd have a really good chance here. Well, that's a good point, too. The way Ohio State fell down, what was it, 14 nothing to Wisconsin in that Big Ten title game was really the first time all season we saw how things can go wrong for the Buckeyes. Sure. And if that happens again, Clemson's going to be a lot tougher of a team to make that up against than, than Wisconsin was. Um, and, and I just think, you know, if, if Etienne gets going for, for Clemson, if the wide receivers get going, if, if Trevor Lawrence gets going, um, as great as Ohio State is, and I think Ohio State, this is a great, great Ohio State team, that's just going to be a tough team to keep up with. Uh, out there in, in Glendale. All right, so our bull picks, Ben and I, we've got agreement. In the uh, Peach Bowl, we've got Oklahoma getting 14 against LSU, Clemson minus two against Ohio State. So, ben, so theoretically, then, we, we've both got LSU versus Clemson in New yeah. Orleans. 
What do you think there? Um, I'll go with Clemson. I'll go with the. I know. I know that. I, I know. I do too. Do you? Too, yeah. You would? I yeah. I well, think. Well, I'm surprised how much we're agreeing. I think I, Clemson's really good. I do too. I think we're really sleeping on them because of their schedule, and that's that's not something they can control. I mean, yeah. you can control the out of conference games, but they can't control the the ACC. I think. I think they're really. I good. I think we're really, you know, forgetting. Just how dominant Clemson has been. Look over at what they did to Alabama last year. I mean, if they, they win, this is that. a mini dynasty. This is <laughs> absolutely. A, this is a three and four year scenario. Yeah. If they they win here, this is an Alabama like run. Um, and there isn't another program in college football we've been able no. to say that about. I would go with Clemson, and, and I would be pulling for Burrow I'm, and LSU in that game. I think, but I the, would. The one thing that gives me pause is this does feel a little bit just like Joe Burrow's year. It could be. It feels like that. The, just the LSU season will remember. For, for ages, it could be. but it could be. I would take Clemson. All right, week 17 of the NFL, not as exciting, so we'll probably <laughs> cruise through these. But, Ben, uh, give your picks for uh, week 17 of the NFL season. Okay, uh, I've got my first pick. I've got the Jets plus two at the Bills. I'm this, just looking at this game after what we just talked about. Uh, yeah, it's like, what is this? Yeah, I don't well, – that's <laughs> – I'm picking this game because I don't think the, – the Bills say they're going to play their starters. I don't buy it. They're, they, they're, they're in, right? I mean, everything Well, they're is, in and they're locked into the number one wild card. They that's what I thought. Okay. They can't go upward and, and win the AFC East. They can't um, – they can't fall back into the number two wild card spot. They are firmly locked into the number one wild card spot. They're, they're Why pro- risk anything? They're probably playing Houston. Um, I, I think they are kind of a conservative team as is. Um, and the Jets, you know, assuming so the Bills play their starters at a minimum, um, I think the Jets are good enough to take advantage of that. Played and well last week. They played well last week against Pittsburgh. I, I don't think this is necessarily a dissimilar spot against a, a fairly similar opponent. Um, I, I just think, you know, if, if the Bills take an ultra-conservative approach, it seems like week 17 there's always, you know, one team that just totally packs it in, and, and we see them get beat down for their efforts. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this is this game. I don't. We, you were mentioning we're talking about Trevor Lawrence and Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow and, and Justin Fields. If the Bills do go to their backup quarterback, I'm not really sure who that is. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who Josh Allen's backup is. I'm going to be honest. That is. I watch a lot of NFL. I know. Too. I am too. I'm a, uh, I can't think of it. Yeah. And th- that's your point, right exactly. there. We watch a so lot that's, of football. I'm taking the Jets yeah. plus too. Uh, it's not EJ Manuel. He's out of the league right now. Is it's remember not Tyrod Taylor. It's not Nathan <laughs> Peterman. Yeah. It's, uh, I really don't yeah. know. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the. Uh, let's go to the, the, your second game. My second game. Um, Big playoff implications here, right? Playoff Titans? implications for the Titans. Uh, the Texans, I think, are fairly locked in to a matchup with the Bills. They're the AFC South champions. Uh, the Titans get in, I believe, just with a win. Um, big game for them. Big for game for them, the but I'm taking the Texans plus three and a half. Okay. Um, I just I, the, the Texans or the Titans have kind of been slumping. They, they hit that late season um they hit their stride a few weeks ago but they had a big matchup with the texans uh in tennessee two weeks ago that they lost which put the texans in the driver's seat for the afc south uh texans with an extra day of rest um they say they're not playing their start or they say they are playing their starters in this game and i actually tend to believe them i think because this is a division opponent who they want to keep out of the playoffs. Uh, if, if the Texans win this game, they can keep Tennessee out of the playoffs. Um, so I don't, you know, even if the Titans win, 
three and a half points is kind of enough yeah. for me to still take the points and, and say this could be a field goal type of game. Yeah, I, th- I thought about that. I, I thought I was I was wondering if I disagreed with you. Then I said, man, even if the Titans were to win by a field yeah. goal, you, you'd still cover in this instance. Uh, your last game could be the biggest game of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, this is the Sunday night game. It's the only primetime game this week. Um, I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, and I've got the Seattle Seahawks plus three and a half at home against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, there's been a lot of negativity about the Seahawks lately, just in terms of they've had a lot of one-score wins, which a lot of people don't think is sustainable. If you buy, um, you know, things like net rating or, or total, yeah. um, you know, their, their total scores against opponents, um, one of the less impressive good teams out there. Um, but they're playing for an NFC West title against the 49ers. I mean, th- this is this determines who gets a home game next weekend um, in in the NFC playoffs. If the 49ers win now they can actually with a few things get a buy um, into the second week and, and into the divisional round but I think just at home it's going to be an electric atmosphere Marshawn Lynch back uh, for yeah, the Seahawks right. this is another game where you know if it was a three-point spread maybe I'd go with the 49ers who I tend to think are going to win this game but I'll take the three and a half and, and you know I think Seattle could win outright and if not I still have three and a half points to play with it's a great game the first time they played it was one of the games you picked I remember you hit Seattle it, it was a Monday night game they were I getting believe. six yeah they're getting you, six in San Francisco or in I, I Santa remember you Clara. picked Seattle and you won that yeah so and here I, we go again they play again, and I'm surprised that the team that won at home is getting three and a half. Yeah, there's a lot of negativity about this Seahawks team right now. They, oh. they, I mean, they just signed two running backs off the street. Um, <laughs> you know, really. But but I still think, you know, Russell Wilson in prime time, yeah. He's he, a winner. he tends to show up. If Lamar Jackson wasn't around this this year, I, yeah. I think that Russell Wilson's your MVP. He'd be right there, I mean, yeah. What a, what a fantastic year he's had. All right, so to recap your three NFL picks, week 17. Yes, I got three underdogs. I've got the Jets plus two at the Bills. I've got the Texans plus three and a half versus the Titans. I've got the Seahawks plus three and a half versus the 49ers. All right, my three picks here. We're going to start out with the Browns-Bengals game. I'm going to take the Bengals plus three. I don't think they'll even need the points. I think they can win the game. The Browns are just a disaster yeah. right now. I mean, it looks like the, the head coach, I mean, everyone's talking about you know, him. He could lose his job. Uh, and, boy, if they lost this game, I certainly think he could cement that if he hasn't already. Uh, I thought I thought Andy Dalton and the Bengals actually looked all right here in Cleveland a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, had an opportunity without a, a late um, decision for him to, to do a draw play on fourth and goal. Uh, I thought they had a chance to, to tie or, or have a chance to win that game. Uh, I think the Bengals at home, they know they have the top pick. Um, this is going to be – Dalton's maybe last game in Cincinnati. These guys are playing hard. Um, Zach Taylor's a young coach. He's probably going to have these guys try to rally and and, and win to to go into the regular season feeling good about – going to the offseason feeling good about maybe getting Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the Bengals win this game. I don't think they'll need the points. Yeah, you know, I I think – there's not a lot of arguments to be made for the Browns in this game unless you just believe that this, for some reason, is going to be the week that they put it together, which I don't know why it would take until week 17 <laughs> where they have nothing to play for. Another thing, too, Browns finally mathematically eliminated. Mathematically. I don't think I think there was doubt anyway, but, yeah. I, you know, I think the players kind of might be deflated. I forget yeah, to mention Yeah, well, that. I mean, also, you know, we're, we're going to talk a lot about a coaching change potentially with the Browns, um, and if that happens – you would imagine it's going to be out there Sunday morning. There's going to be some sort of report from Adam Schefter. at 9 a.m., right, those shows? Jason Lockenfora, Jay Glazer. Uh, there's going to be one of those reports, and, and that stuff affects locker rooms. I mean, yeah. that stuff can, can really negatively affect the team. Not that, you know, the Browns have been playing for Freddie Kitchens over these last few weeks. Um, I like the Andy Dalton send-off narrative. I, you know, this is probably his last game with the Bengals, and um, the Bengals have nothing to gain by losing this game. They, they're already locked into the number one pick. Uh, Jill Mixon, too 
had a yeah. field day with the Browns defense two weeks ago up here. Uh, no reason to think that, that he can't replicate that against the Browns this week. Uh, uh, Tyler Boyd, I think, too, could find success against the secondary. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of paths to the Bengals winning this game, um, and, and you get the three points on your side. Something about the, the Bengals, too, as bad as they've been record-wise, <laughs> what, they were down 35-16 to 16 late in the game mm-hmm. against the Dolphins. They rallied a score like two, three times. They go into overtime. I know they lose, but it's like yeah. I feel like they're playing way harder than a, than a, than a team uh, should be at this point. So I'll go with the Bengals there. Uh, other game, I'm going to take the Steelers minus two at the Ravens. This is one of those games where the Ravens just do not have to win. Uh, the Steelers actually could find a way to backdoor in. I know they need yeah. to win, and then they need something else. Oh, maybe it would be the Titans, Titans to loss. lose. Yep. So I really feel like the Steelers feel like they have a chance to win this game. Uh, the Ravens aren't going to play anybody. I don't think I think they're going to rest a lot of guys on defense too. Yeah. One of those games where you would never see this line if it wasn't Week 17. But we know this is the situation, and I think Pittsburgh really hurt themselves last week. But I do think they find a way to rally to find a way to win this game by a field goal. Yeah, you know the. The Ravens are the one team that have outright said we're not playing anybody. We're, we're resting Lamar Jackson. They we're shouldn't. resting Mark Ingram, uh, who got banged up in that Browns game. The, uh, anybody you know, anybody of significance to this Ravens team, they're not playing. I'm staying away from this one for two reasons. One, I just I don't like this Steelers team. I, I don't like their yeah. quarterback situation. Uh, I think their offensive weapons have been shaky all season. Juju Smith-Schuster hasn't been right all year. Um, you know, they were able to, to kind of grit and grind their way through November after that, that loss to the Browns, through basically the win against the Browns in, in December. Um, but I just don't think it's, the talent is consistent enough. Um, and then the flip side of that is this Ravens team, even with its backups, could be a fun team. I mean, <laughs> our Robert Griffin the third. He's going to run the same sort of offense. They're going to run the same sort of offense. I think uh, John Harbaugh is going to coach hard. This is kind of an audition for Robert Griffin III to, to really re-energize his career um, since it got ruined basically in Cleveland in 2016. And yeah, they'll try to win. I just don't know with win. the guys right. that sure. they have. But it's not going to be a lay down. Sure, I yeah. just think I, I mentioned LSU and this being this, their year. This feels a little bit like the Ravens year. And this could be kind of one of those fun, you know, home regular season finale. All our backups are in, but, but we still rally and, and beat a division rival in the Steelers and keep them out of the playoffs. And if Pittsburgh looks up at that scoreboard at halftime right. and the Texans are, or excuse me, the, yeah, the Texans are rolling the, mm-hmm. the Titans maybe. Or no, excuse me, the Titans are rolling yeah, up. The, you never way. know. One of those things. Which plays into my last pick. This is it. We'll make it quick. Uh, Broncos minus three and a half against the Raiders. Never thought that the Raiders going into week 17 yeah. would actually technically be mathematically alive. But I think this is one of those situations. This is a 4 o'clock game. I think the Raiders will be eliminated by then. Mm -hmm. They won't care as much. I do think the Broncos are just as good on paper and they're at home. So I think this is one of those games where the Raiders will be out of it by then. They won't care. Broncos win this game by more than three and a half points. The Raiders tied. They are alive. They are alive, and that's why I'm staying away from this one, just because I want the Raiders to be alive in this game. I want to have those implications. They need, like, all sorts of things to happen. They need the Steelers to lose. They need the Titans to lose. I think they need the Colts to win to to affect the strength of schedule. It all could happen. And the Colts aren't even in it anymore. They just need to (laughs) help their strength of schedule tiebreaker. It's it's this weird – but they're still alive, and that's, you know, dating back to once the Browns, I think, you know – 
once they beat the Steelers back in November, I started to, you know, really track the Browns' playoff hopes. And the Raiders were always a team, you know, that were right there because because they got off to a hot start, but then really fell off. But somehow they're still alive in it heading into Week 17. So I'm just staying away from this one. I also am not in love with the Broncos quarterback, Drew Locke. I know he had those two big weeks to start, but I thought they were kind of fool's gold. And we've seen him come back to earth a little bit here in these last few weeks. All right, just to recap my picks, Bengals getting three against the Browns, Steelers minus two at the Ravens. Broncos minus three and a half against the Raiders. Ben, it's been fun. It has. It's been a year full of uh, NFL picks, college picks. It's been fun. All of it uh, for entertainment purposes only. We hope you've enjoyed. That's the final edition of Chalk Talk.